Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, so the number for voice notes 061-4104-107 or you can call us directly 086-000-2032 if you want to speak to Kemet. He's getting his phone ready. Are we going to be live on Instagram, Kemet? Are you putting us live? You're going to make us famous. <laughs> Yeah, we can go live. I mean, why not? Okay, we're going to go <laughs> live. Let's see if we can go live. But yeah, Kemita Rasmus is our guest tonight. We're celebrating Orlando Paris winning the MTN8. And uh, he's played a big part uh, since his return to the Buccaneers. It's been, it's been a couple of days now. Kemet, how does it feel to be an MT8 champion? I'm sure again. Yeah, obviously it feels good. Um, but um, to be honest, I'm really forgotten about it. You know, I'm focused on the weekend and the game on the week, the, uh, the mini tournament on the weekend, you know, and... Hopefully we can have some good times as well. How many do you have of this MTN? I have two. You have two? Two, back to back. Back to back? Back to back. Okay. I thought so. I thought I thought there was much more than one for, for, for Kemet. But how do you describe this campaign for Orlando Pirates in the MTN 8? What was key in this success? Or is it just Kemet bringing back the luck? No, no, it's not uh, just Kemet. It's not Kemet at all bringing back the luck. It's just the, the unity and, you know, it's players willing to fight for each other and and work for one another, you know, the desire to want to achieve something, you know, and I think that unity and that willingness to be selfless on the field for one another played an important role to us winning uh, the MT8. And and you've also quickly seemed to have formed a strong partnership with Munapule Saleng there. Just tell us about that. What's working in this partnership? Yeah, he's, a, he's an amazing player. I mean, he's got so much potential to be so much better. It's it's scary to think about how good he, could, he can still be. Really? If you just see how good he is on, at the moment. And I, I think it's, all, it's got to do with his, his, his tenacity also. He's brave enough to, to try things, you know. He's not uh, shy or anything like that. And, you know, it's all about being positive and motivating each other and, and, and doing the right thing and playing to each other's strengths, you know, and, and complimenting each other in those ways. That's quite interesting because when we spoke to Miguel, um, I think after the semi-final, Miguel team, he also said that working with him so closely, he's just amazed at how good this guy is. What makes him, maybe what makes him so good? I think just the, the, f- the fact that you can see he's got still so much room to improve and he's, so, he's willing to learn, he's willing to improve and yeah, he's always listening for advice and, yeah, and doing what is, what is asked of him and obviously with applying a bit of his own flair and skill to it, you know. He's an amazing player and above all that, he's an amazing person as well, you know. Very selfless as well in his actions, in the way he carries himself. So that's also important. And I guess you you feel his full value for his Bafana Bafana call-up? Yeah, he's deserved of it. I mean, you know, he carried uh, us throughout the MTN as well, you know. So he played an important role to, uh, for that. And, you know, it's just the beginning of things to come for him. And and how's it been working with the coach Jose Rivera? Because he spoke highly about your return, uh, even though he didn't know much about you, but he knew about your quality and mm-hmm. who you were. And and when you mm-hmm. were signed, I mean, he was very happy with the signing. How has it been working with him? Yeah, you know, it's very, uh, it's been great. You know, uh, he's a great human being. I mean, very calm in his in his in his ways of approach. And you know, he's very uh, he's open. He's open to opening open to learning uh, about the culture and the players in South Africa as well. You know, and he's trying to implement certain things in the ways that the players are comfortable in the in and how to motivate them encourage them and then you know be critical in a, in a way that players can accept it also so i think he's amazing for us at the moment you know um, the team is good everybody's happy the players are happy training is good the intensity is good the competition amongst each other is good healthy you know and so we can only grow from this from this
Now you can see it does look like a happy team there at Orlando Paris. But what is he expecting from you, Kemet, the coach? Uh, I don't think uh, anything but uh, what I'm giving, you know. Uh, I'm just here to contribute and to serve um, when I'm called upon, you know. I'm I'm happy to be playing again, you know. It's, it's the most important thing for any footballer is to be on the field. So for me, I'm just happy that I can contribute and, and play a key role. And, and what more would you like to achieve at Orlando Pirates since your return? I mean, you've already won a cup yeah. now. What are, what, what, what are the I targets? Mean, at Orlando Pirates, you must be willing to fight for everything that's on offer. So, I mean, there's still a lot of uh, cups to play for, a lot of games to come. So everything that's available, we, we're going to try and, and, and achieve that. You know, it's, it's a process that we, that, we, that we have and we just stick into that and hopefully as part of the process goes along, we can obtain some a uh, few more silverware. There was a lot of ex- excitement when you came back, but just for you, um, overall, how has it been just being back at Orlando Paris? The club was happy, mm-hmm. the fans were happy, the coach was happy, everybody was happy to have came it back. Yeah, I think the stars aligned. You know, uh, prior to coming back, a lot of people have been begging me whenever I was out. You know, and people that saw me in public to come back to Pirates. You know, and I had no direct answer for them. You know, even though I I would have loved to, and at the time, so. A lot of people are happy because of that reason and I've I've been getting a lot of messages on social media as well to come back and now that it's happened it's crazy how how happy people are you know it's happy overwhelming <laughs> but was it a tough decision to make to go not back to Orlando Pirates not at all not at all why I mean you've been there before like the saying goes once, once a pirate <laughs> always a pirate <laughs> always a pirate but exactly but 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 came it Deadline day, I've never seen an excitement like this on deadline day um, <laughs> until this September, actually, because it was a late closing yes. to the window. And there was a lot of talk around you. You left the other half mm-hmm. of, of Soweto heartbroken there because they'd been lobbying their management to <laughs> to sign you. But what did you make of that excitement and, and just that attention on you on deadline day? To be honest, you know, I, I, I've, I've seen everything on social media and yeah, you know, I just uh, take it as it comes, you know, there's no way to handle it or no way to prepare for something like that, you know. Um, I never thought I'd find myself in the situation I was in, you know, not uh, being able to play and not being told that I wasn't going to be part of the team as well. So having to find that out in the ways that it happened, you know, I just had to uh, deal with it in ways that I thought was was uh, just. So I focused on what I had control over, you know, kept training, kept fit. Mm. And you know, uh, it happened on the last day. Did you ask for the move then, since since you were not playing? The move I didn't ask for the move for the move away from Sundowns. No, I didn't ask for the move, but they tried to uh, put me in a in a move that I didn't want to be in. So, yeah, obviously, uh, <laughs> I have a right to choose for myself as well. So mm. that's what I did. And and like I said, there were a lot of talks about you going to the other side of, of Soweto. I mean, how far from the truth was that or how close ah, to the truth was, was that? There was nothing from the truth mm. because nobody approached me from that side and none of no, no contact was made. So mm. I can't say anything about... Is it something you would have considered though if they'd approached you on the other side of Soweto? Look, to be honest, uh, uh, no, there's no approach... So yeah. I cannot say. I mean, I spoke to to John at the time as well, mm. and there was a, a potential chance for me to go back, but mm. nothing concrete. You know, I mean, I believe in my ability, and I believe that you know, 
I value I value what I do on the field. So there's obviously certain things that I that I stand on, and if those uh, criteria are not met, then you know. Mm. But then, wh- why did you not want to move where they were trying to move you then? Because it's not where I wanted to go. Is that <laughs> simple as that? So at which stage did Paris come into the picture? Did you let them know that, guys, there's a situation here? No. I mean, uh, they contacted me and I showed my interest and desire. And I mean, who would say no to Orlando Pirates? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Especially having played for Pirates? Let's be honest. Who would say no to Orlando Pirates? Mm. You, you're crazy if you say no to Orlando Pirates. Mm. But, but are, you, how, are you disappointed by how things ended then at Sundowns, looking at your time there? Yes, I, I would say I'm, disapp- I'm very disappointed in the way it ended, you know, but those are things I had no control over, you know. And yeah, in a way a bit disrespectful, but what can I do? I can only f- uh, focus on the things I have control over and move on from that, you know. It's football, it's business. I have to see the business side of things as well and, and not put my uh, ego or my emotions to it and just uh, move on from it. Mm. But but did the, did the, at least the coaches explain to you why you were not playing or why you were down the pecking order? Unfortunately, I never got no explanation from any of the coaches, and yeah, that is the most disappointing part in it all. And you know, uh, like I said, it's football, it's business. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to focus on the team as a whole and not individual players, and you know. And overall, how do you look back at your time there? Because I know you had high hopes when you went there from Cape Town City. I had an amazing time at at at, at Mamelodi Sundowns. I mean, it's a great club. Uh, the family of the club is amazing people. The chairman that's just now joined the uh, president's son, amazing, amazing person. I still, I still have contact with him. You know, I think I left on good terms mm-hmm. with the club. You know, and the and the players as well. I had a good relationship in the changing room with all my teammates. It was fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's football. You know, you try to uh, connect with some 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 of your teammates and you know, make it worth worth your while. But you feel that you needed more time to. Some game time or to prove yourself. Not even to prove yourself, but you deserve to play. Yeah, we all we all feel we deserve to play. I mean, any player, you ask any player if he feels he deserves to play, he'll tell you he deserves to play. So, you know, like I said, I don't uh, pick on things I have no control over. I just focus on giving my best at training every day and hope I'll be picked on the weekend. Okay, we are speaking to Kemita Rasmus. We're gonna talk. We are talking MTN eight. We just wanted to get that out the way, but we do welcome your voice notes. Oh six one four one oh four one oh seven. We'll talk about his return, obviously, in more detail to Orlando Pirates. So you can call us oh eight six triple zero two zero three two zero three two. And I can see the voice notes here, Kemit. Maybe let's go there straight <laughs> to the voice notes because the people already want to talk to you. Sure, Taviso. Yeah, first of all, congratulations to Kemi as a player and also to Orlando Pirate for winning the preseason cup M T eight. Um, my first question to Kemi Rasmus is that um looking in the at the squad pirate has currently, do they think they can defraud Mamilo de Sundowns uh by winning the championship at the end of the season? Second question is that most players when they play against their former team, they don't usually celebrate. What was the celebration behind that after scoring against Mamelodi Sundowns? This is Joseph Mambo from Maga. Hi, hi, Tabo. This is Fun and Deben. And also, how are you, Kenneth Rasmus? Uh, congratulations, you know, for uh, especially for joining Pirate. And uh, anyway, keep up the good work, my brother. 
and uh, for all our parents, it's God we we gave you, we whip you. I'm a chief supporter, so after whipping you guys, that gave you a boost, you know, to uh, beat uh, Amazulu. Anyway, sharp sharp. Eh? Congratulations to parents. Eh? Alright, guys, there's one nil whipping. Good evening, Tabi. So you're speaking to Sandy Jenkins all the way from Ivory Park. Uh, I just want to send my warm shout out to Kemit Erasmus. Yes. Yeah, they made it. They won the MTN aid. Yeah. They removed us from the semifinals as Mamelis and Downs. Yeah. You made it, guys. You made it, guys. And congratulations. Yes, you deserve it, guys. You deserve it. And congratulations to the man himself, Monapule Salim. Respect the legends always. Respect the legends. Okay, let's take. Good evening. Oh, okay. Go, go, go on. Let's play more. Tabi Sodizek Matebola. Oh, what a, a player you have there, Kemi Erasmus. I was so happy to see him go back to Orlando Pirates. I'm not a fan of Orlando Pirates, but when it comes to football, I'm a fan of all good footballers, and I'm a fan of him too uh, as a good footballer. But uh, I'm happy he will go back to Bafana Bafana. He will play for Bafana Bafana again because of his potential. He's a moving player who can be very fast when it comes to scoring uh, good uh, goals. But uh, Tavis, I thought you was going to sign for Kaiser Chiefs. But yeah, now nah, what a good footballer. Kemit, big up man. This is a good Tavis, my man, and you are speaking with Sakunzi from NU16 in Tanzania, East London. Ah. Um, I want to say to Arasmus, I wish him all the best and congratulations for, for winning MGN8. Um, secondly, uh, that... that um, Combination with 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 Salen and and Londo, oh, it's very 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 beautiful by my side. Uh, only need one player right now. Timing was launched to add the value there. Yeah, uh, they can be a strong 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 one. They can be a strong one. Okay, let's take those for now. Keep them coming. Oh six one four one oh four one oh seven. I'll start. With the one about the celebration, Kemet, because I knew it was coming. You did celebrate in after scoring against Sundowns in Pulukwane. And you were saying some players don't celebrate against their former teams. Did that ever cross your mind, that thought? Yeah, obviously, but I mean, it was just uh, pure emotion, you know, of what I envisioned prior to what happened, you know. Um, I knew I'd score against uh, my former team and, you know, it's... Yeah, just that I let out the emotions that I felt was unjust towards me. So, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't focus on things I have no control over. Mm. I My control is on the field and, you know, <laughs> I just did what I felt I needed. I, 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 I did. I didn't, have, I didn't plan it. I didn't think about it. It just happened, you know, and it wasn't for anybody but the joy and the happiness of all the hard work I put in behind closed doors and, you know, and finally, uh, it paid off. So you've got no regrets. Why should I regret anything? Because I mean, it's God. It's it's football. And these things happen. You do that. You score to celebrate. I mean, why wouldn't you celebrate? Okay, there we have it. I see it's coming up a lot, also on social media. But I think Kemet is clear there. Um, there was a call about whether you think you can challenge Sundowns for the title or even dethrone Sundowns mm-hmm. as Orlando Pirates. Look, we don't uh, look at other teams. You know, 
we focus on the process that we have. You know, uh, we're just trying to be consistent at the moment. And once we get that right, you know, and we, we, we keep focusing on the process we had, we'll see where we, where we go. Okay, mm. I think we touched on the one about Kaiser Chiefs and why he yeah. didn't go. There was no concrete um, interest from uh, Kaiser Chiefs there. And, um, okay. No, I'll leave this one on Twitter. We'll go back to it. We've got more voice notes, Patrick. Okay, let's go back to more voice notes. 061-4104-107. Uh, we are speaking to Kemita Rasmus. You can also call us on 086-000-2032 if you have any questions for uh, Kemita Rasmus and anything that you want to ask or you just want clarity on. I think we've gotten rid of the major stuff that probably people wanted to know. Uh, so let's move on and speak more football. Okay. Good evening, uh, Tabizo. Um, just say, um, congratulations to Carmit, although I'm a Sundown supporter. Yeah, used to like this man. Um, I was wondering why he's not playing. Um, he was always sidelined, was given small time, but anyway, uh, he showed us the potential. Okay. Just make sure you just switch off your radio uh, the next time you want to send us a voice note so that we can just hear your question clear, uh, clearly. And we've got another one. Yeah, evening, Tabison. Evening to Kermit. I mean, I mean, and that guy, you've got one seasoned striker in South Africa, you know? One guy uh, who knows what to do whenever he's got the ball. You can see, with, uh, you can see his intentions, you know? As soon as he gets the ball, uh, he is interested to find the back of the net. Uh, at times, you you see players at that PSL level, and uh, you just don't get what was the person thinking. You know, no intention to score, no intention to look for support. Uh, but with Kermit, you know, uh, you can see Uguchi, he he's an experienced striker, uh, so he knows what to do. His technique also, I mean, as world class, with both feet. I was so sad that uh, a certain team with uh, gold and black colors didn't sign it. Okay, thanks for that. The season striker, I don't think anybody will agree with that. But also not a selfish striker. Uh, Kemet, we've seen you create, we've seen you lay off when you've had a chance to score. Just talk about, just talk about where do you feel your game is at the moment? I mean, first of all, um, f- uh, football is a team sport and... You know, uh, a lot of people that are fans that watch football only focus on what a striker is supposed to be doing. But there's so much to football today, you know, you got to do a lot of things, not only just score goals. And me, I'm not a player that's greedy in front of goals because all I care about is winning. <laughs> mm. If it means I can, I need to pass somebody in a better position to be to shine on that day, let it be. But at the end of the day, we win, we all win together. So for me, that's the most important thing is winning. And I play for my team. I play for my teammates. You know, I play. We play for each other. I defend for my teammates. I attack for my teammates. You know. So if I see one of my teammates is out of position, he'll take my position. I'll take his. If I'm closer to be in his position, mm-hmm. or if he's too far to cover him, to get back to his to his position. So same as when I'm in a, in attack. If I'm if I see one of my teammates in a better position to score. If I if I have a fifty percent chance to score and I see one of my teammates in a hundred percent chance to score, I'm gonna take the hundred percent chance to, to score, which is passing the ball. Mm. Instead Definitely. of taking the half chance and seeing take if you it, can score. You know, hundred percent chance is better than fifty. Mm. You know, and there's moments where 
I'll just uh, take a shot from an awkward chance where they think I'll pass. And mm. you know, it's being—it's all about being in this, uh, unpredictable. You know, and for me, I think with being selfless on the field, you know, it—it's it, so much, it's so much, it's so much, it's so much joy to each other that you bring because you feed off each other's energy. You know, you're willing to work for each other in the difficult moments. You're willing to suffer together as a team, and I think that's what we've. Learn to uh, accept to the, uh, at the, at this time with the team. You know, we, we suffer together, we attack together, and we uplift each other in the difficult moments. You know, when the player's down, we make sure that we let, we let him know that we need him, mm. we are there for him. You know, so. That's but you don't think that thing. affects your goal scoring ratio then, because ultimately people who look at the numbers and say Kemet is not scoring enough, but they won't count the assists because you're a striker. Uh, I mean, am I worried about what people think or say? Or I mean. If if assisting more than scoring helps me win more trophies, then <laughs> what do I care about? Mm. If if I'm worried, if I if I, if the team is more important than me, I don't. Uh, individual accolades is not really something that I look at or strive for. Even though it's something, it's nice to have or to show for after your career. But for me, it's winning as a unit, as a team. There's so much history that you could that you could create amongst yourself, and so much to talk about amongst your peers, even after football. That you know, you can reminisce about about the good old days that you had with with achieving things with, as a unit. And, and physically, how do you feel about where you are? Because uh, we know you've suffered some injuries and mm. we've also heard that you've been injured at times and some people have wanted proof whether you were injured or not at your previous club. But yeah, yeah. I was I was injured. At, uh, I'm, I'm injury prone, you know. It's based on my, my body dynamic. I'm not a very explosive player. I've got a, I've got a stretch and roll almost every day at least for an hour after training. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into making sure that I'm 100% and you know, I make I make that sacrifice to take out to take uh, time out of my out of my day to to put that effort into, you know, to to do what I need to do whether it's stretch, ice bath, roll. And for me it's at the at the point I'm at now is I'm 100%, you know. Mm. If you can see I've been playing regularly the past few games. And you know, just to stay injury free. That's my that's one thing I just focus on now. You mm-hmm. know, and once that's sorted, uh, it's gonna be interesting, a interesting season. Okay. Before we go back to the voice notes, there's a common question now on social media about what you said earlier on. They want to know where did they want to loan you to Sundowns? No. Oh, that's not important. You just Okay, maybe okay. They want to province, maybe province. Oh man, it's not important. <laughs> you I'm just didn't want to go there, <laughs> and it was definitely not your former club, Cape Town City. No, no like I said earlier on. Okay, Tulani, we've got that question out of the way now. You can stop tweeting us mm-hmm. about that question, but we've got more voice notes for Kemida Rasmus 0614104107. I did think that this is how the interview is gonna go. It's gonna be part me and part voice notes. <laughs> Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to Kemit Erasmus. Uh, congratulations on winning the M10-8 for Orlando Pirates. I'm so happy for that. Uh, I'd like to urge South African fans that we need to grow, you know, like, you know, understanding of, like, football. Kemit Erasmus is here saying his side of the story about Mamelodi Sundowns, about how things ended. So we need to grow. We need to understand the dynamics that these guys are facing in football. Instead of blaming them instead of shouting at them from in the social medias let us grow guys let us understand 
why exactly did he not perform at his best in Mamelodi Sundowns and understand the dynamics. I'm happy for him. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Do, do you think sometimes Kemet, um, uh, supporters don't understand maybe the challenges that footballers go through? Because I remember also the same story you're telling us with the same situation when we spoke uh, to Lyle Lakay also about just how he was surprised uh, that he was being sent out and sent on, on mm. loan. And we always think ah, everything is good and rosy. But what are some of the challenges of being a professional footballer? You know, to be, to be honest, um, I'm fortunate enough to be a professional before the social media era and during the uh, social media era. And because of that, I've been fortunate enough to need no validation from nobody, you know, not from social media, not from anybody but myself and the people that I, that, that I love around me, my family. And yes, it affects uh, the negative comments and things on social media affects footballers tremendously. And, you know, a lot of footballers won't say it, but it affects them. You know, and it's it's hard for 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 players to do, to to not look at what's being said about them, you know. And I'm not saying people cannot say what they want, but all I can say is be mindful and and realize that we are all human, you know. And a lot of us come from from yeah from similar environments that the fans come from, our fans come from, you know. If people don't know them, I grew up in a four bedroom where the toilet was outside, you know, in the evening we used to we used to pee in a bucket because <laughs> the toilet's outside. Me and my mom, me and my sister would share a room with my granny, my late granny, and my dad and my mom would share uh, their bedroom. And then it would be the kitchen and the living room. So I also come from humble beginnings, mm. you know, and when I see all these things, all these negative comments about, well, whoever, me or whoever, other player that they say, you know, I just worry about the player because not everybody can can handle or react the same way to to things being said on social media, you know. So for me, I see it all, but it don't affect me in any way because uh, I've been through a lot in my life. And, you know, like I said, I don't need validation from nobody. And that's Galvin where you, where you grew up? Arcadia. 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 Okay, that's not far off. Northern areas too. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's okay, a tough yeah. that's a tough area that yeah, I remember you know. one day we went to a tournament and uh, it was a youth tournament and Dane Clayt was giving a talk mm-hmm. actually at the at the ground of uh, Glenville South yeah, yeah yeah in Galvin the, the Galvin grounds yes and and Dane Clayt was giving a talk talking about how he grew up in the area and how these boys must just stay in the field because there's so much going on around. Yeah. And as he was saying, that gunshots actually went off. Yeah. And I think those that didn't believe him at the time probably believed him when it, it literally happened the moment <laughs> Dane Clayt was speaking there. But it's been an incredible journey, though, Kermit, from, from, from Acadia mm-hmm. to Supersport. You've gone overseas to Holland. You've gone to Belgium. You've gone to France. Just how do you look at your career so far? Yeah, you know, it's it's been a... A, a long journey, you know, with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of good and bad moments. Yeah, you know, you just take, uh, you just keep being positive and keep going, you know. Um, what I tell a lot of people that look up to me and that admire me when they see me in public or just in general or post or tweet about me, I always tell them that I'm real, you know, I'm human. I I, I come from <laughs> similar environments or similar background that you come from. If I can be where I am today, What's stopping you from believing that you can, you know? So, belief is a powerful thing, you know, especially in yourself. 
And if you can do that, then you manage to you have the, you manage to get uh, to believe in yourself more than anything, more than anybody believing in you. <laughs> you can achieve amazing things. And 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 you and you're still going strong. But when you look back, do you have any regret, especially during your time overseas? No, I had no regret. You know, like I like I said before, wherever I went, I focus on the things I have control over, and you know, the others I let be because you're stressing over things that you won't be able to change. So mm. I just focused on what I was good at. And a friend of mine that I always go and that I always see uh, go out with or see often spend some time with, he always tells me when he sees me, keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> so like Rasia Rasmus. You Let know? the main thing remain the main thing. You no, know, keep the main thing the main thing. And the main thing for me, I'm a footballer, a I'm football. on the field. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to speak about how good or how bad I am. You know, I can only show you on the day. And where where would you say you enjoyed your football the most in um, when you were overseas? I know you scored a lot of goals in Belgium, but where did you enjoy it the most? Uh, I think in Holland. Holland. Yeah. When you started out. Yeah, my when I went on loan to Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah. Oh yes, Excelsior. That's because where you we scored. We promoted. Actually. We promoted yes. Excelsior. No, that's where you scored game. a lot of goals, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And how was it being at uh, Feyenoord? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I. Played with uh, Giovanni Van Broncos, <laughs> Roy Mackay, John Dal Thomason, Ginny uh, Wijnaldum, Leroy Fair. Uh, Are you still in Jonathan touch with some of these guys? Mm, sometimes we mm. message each other, but it's nothing like close or anything, you know. Mm. Okay. Life goes on, life continues. No, it does, it does, it does. And you've kept it going, uh, Kemet. Uh, we've got more voice notes, though, 0614104107. We'll take a break and we'll come back with them after this, Patrick. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Hi Tabiso, this is John here in Jimiston. I just want to find out for for uh, guest Rasmus, did he fail at overseas, and uh, how long did he take at overseas, and why South African players nowadays seems like they are failing at overseas? And you must be honest. If he, he failed, you must just tell us as. I failed at overseas. And also, I want to ask him about a player from uh, Brazil. Why are they so good? Uh, for example, check that guy at Arsenal, Gabriel uh, Jesus. It's the same body like uh, Erasmus, but it's someone who carried Arsenal alone. I just want to find out why Brazilian players are so good. Thank you. Hello, 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 Tabiso. Hello, Tabiso. I uh, just want to say congratulations to Erasmus. But I only want to ask one thing from him. Can he please speak Zulu for me, man, please? Hey, this man, I was listening to his video on YouTube after Pirates win the MTN when he was speaking Zulu. Hey, this man can speak Zulu. Please, please, Erasmus, can you speak Zulu? Ayabonga from Jovek. Good evening, David, and good evening to Romeo there. Uh, I think you've got one player who, for me, has been one of the unluckiest players in Southern football. He has been injured most of his career. I think uh, since coming back to the country, he hasn't been uh, 
at this place, especially due to injuries. And then I, I miss a Kemi that will just shoot the ball anywhere from in the field of play. I shoot the confident Kemi that will just strike the ball both feet anywhere in the field. And I just hope that, you know what, this season or until the end of this career at Paris, you know, he can be injury-free and then give us those goals, man. He's one player that, you know what, I believe, I believe in him. I believe that you know, he can carry the team and show that he's brave. And he, he's a good scorer. Uh, I just want him to to be the Kemet I know. Good evening, Tori Nagamazama. Well, I think Kemet made a very good decision to join Pirates. I'm very happy for him. Uh, I mean, he has done very well for himself over the years. Question I would like to, 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 to ask him is about contract. When he, he was playing overseas, did he has any release clause on his contract because i feel that in south africa our players are not being protected by agents they are not okay thanks for those questions before i get into them just just came in what do you make of the support from the fans because the support has been unwavering over the years because people know about uh, there's no doubt about your talent i mean it's i was just telling you off here now it's crazy like when you see people and you show and you see how how much they believe in you and they express that belief to you in front of other people <laughs> it's crazy and that's why i i have to believe in myself you know i mean if people that loves the team that you play for believes that you can make a difference just you not only not that you're the only one that makes a difference but just that you are there to make a difference i mean that's motivation that's inspiration for me mm. And then there was a question about um, or oh, about being overseas. Uh, wh- why do our players come back quickly overseas? What do you think the reason is? Uh, you know, I just think uh, we're not given a fair chance. You know, and as much as as it, as as, and I know how it sounds because uh, it looks like we don't, we cannot, we cannot handle being away from home. But mm. I mean. Uh, my second ex- my second stint the same thing happened the same thing happened you know I pl- I trained every day and mm. even my own teammates couldn't understand why I wasn't given a chance. Where in France? In France in mm. Rennes so I mean all you need is uh, is an opportunity and some time to to prove yourself you know because you got so much things that you got to adapt to you know the the weather the language and I think it's also got to do with the team that has to be patient with you you know as much as it's the business you're human as well mm. <laughs> you're not a robot. There was another question about the Brazilians. Just a random question about why do you think... Bra- is it Brazilians? Brazilians, not Sundowns, eh? <laughs> why do you think Brazilians are so successful? What, what makes them so good? Because they believe in the, the way they play, you know? I mean, they embrace, they embrace their culture. They embrace the sport. They embrace football. Everybody's just positive about it. The fans. Everybody around football is just positive about it, you know? And I think, and I hope, you know, that South African fans can do the same, you know. No matter how difficult it is sometimes to support your team, you know. Support your team, you know. Sometimes the players need that, mm. that little bit of energy. Because, I mean, as difficult as it is to take a loss as a supporter, how do you think we as players take it, you know? And we've also got families to go to. So, we don't play to lose, we play to win. Me, I play to win all the time. Mm. And I don't try to say that, but I do. I show it in my actions. And my, my teammates know that, you know, when it's time to, to work, it's time to work. It's business. 
Somebody wants to know what's the reason behind the jersey number? Well, the jersey number is to, to, eh? to inspire the team to replicate what the 95, legendary 95 team did, you know. And it's obviously uh, the advice from my previous agent, Rob Moore. Mm. You know, and I went to that and it stuck with me, you know. Whenever whenever people see me, that's how they <laughs> they call me, they know me. K95. So... It's a. Uh, it's something special to. It's become something special to me, you know, mm. because of the fans and how they've embraced that. You know, it's not a, a, a common number that a player wears. So, I think it's uh, something special. And you think you think Paris can go back to the promised land? I mean, they were close in the CAF Confed Cup, uh, but obviously, '95 was Champions League. Mm-hmm. How how is the belief this season? Is it something that you guys talk about in the team? For sure. I mean. That's the biggest stage of football in, in, in Africa, you know, is the Champions League. So, mm. you know, we are, we're just focusing on the season, you know, try and uh, do well, focus on the process that we have and hopefully we, we, we qualify for the, for the Champions League. You mentioned Rob Moore. There was a question about agents and if, and if players are properly protected mm-hmm. by agents. What's, what's your relationship or experience with agents like? Yeah, obviously I had my my bad situations with agents and my not so good situations with agents and my good my good uh, things with agents but you know as a footballer none of my uh, family relatives had any experience in the industry and stuff so for agents it was e- easy to to mess me over at the time you know when i was young and you know you put your trust in people that you think has the understanding and then they look out for their own interests and then when you find it out they threaten you because you want to leave them and you know yeah. it's a it's a messy situation but you know uh, i have a podcast that will be coming out soon so hopefully uh, you've got a what a podcast that will be coming sorry out sorry soon. i missed that you've got a podcast yes really that will be coming out soon and hopefully we'll bring some light on on some things that can help the uh, the next generation you know uh, i just felt that you know as a as a senior player i'm not the uh, one who wants to have the tournaments or be a coach or you know that type mm. of thing or when i'm done with football so my way of uh co- contributing to the to football or to, to the young next generation is by uh sharing the knowledge i have you know on the things i know of and my experiences as well and you're also not one who beats around the bush and it's coming through a lot also on social media people appreciate your honesty some call it bravery but that's how you've been throughout your career committed now you've got a podcast <laughs> and you might say some things that will get no, you to, no. into trouble in the podcast no, I, will, I will never i'll never be disrespectful on the podcast you know it's not about exposing nobody but just uh you know to bring the knowledge on the things that i didn't know uh, throughout my career mm. by experiencing these things you know i was the example mm. you know if i can give advice on things that uh, the next uh, another youngster can avoid. I mean, it would help them two steps in their or three steps in their career. Mm. You know, and I think uh, more more of us, more of us footballers should be sharing the knowledge we have on on different things, not only with with people, but with each with with uh, with, with their peers. You know, from different clubs, because I feel that you know uh, we need to grow as a, as a as a footballing country, and the only way is by us players as well contributing to one another's lives as well. Mm. It's important because. You know, football is a is a short career, you know, and we're just trying to help one another as we go along. 
Talking about football being a, a, a short career, I mean, there's all this perception that footballers make a lot of money during their mm-hmm. playing days. Is the money really that good, especially when you're playing here in South Africa? Yeah, the money's good. You could, you obviously got to gotta manage your money well, you know. But then again, you know, you got you got a lot of people depending on you, mm-hmm. you know, like, like what they call black tax, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, your upbringing. You know, you you the you the you the you the you the only one that makes it out of your family. And you got like ten people depending on you, mm. and then when you've helped everybody throughout that month, you end up with hardly anything to save or to have for yourself, you know. And you also want to enjoy a little bit sometimes of what you what you're working for. So it's 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 a challenge, you know. But but I think with right management and like I said, hopefully we can bring some light with with what in the we, podcast. Yeah, you have people like us to to educate uh, uh, our people about finance you know mm. about everything in general you know so and 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 can you become a brand here in south africa i mean you've played overseas you've seen this this footballers turn into big brands and big stars is that possible here in south africa do players get endorsements do they get support <laughs> of the field also especially for what they put in yeah you know that's a that's a that's a difficult question to answer because i'm I'm one of the players that has no endorsements, <laughs> to be honest. No, Kimit. I have no endorsements at all. And I don't know if it's because of the stigma that previous players have passed on to the new generation mm. now that the that, uh, brands think are still there. Or it's just, uh, you know, they think we're not interested. I don't know. I cannot answer that for them, you know. But, I mean, uh, what people don't know is we're not only footballers, you know. We, we've got a lot. We are a lot. There's a lot to us just than just football. You know, I mean, a lot of footballers are into fashion, video games, mm. all these type Vincent of things. Vincent Poole. You know, I mean, <laughs> and I think, you know, uh, that should change, you know. Footballers, uh, I think footballers want these endorsements. We all want uh, to align ourselves with the right brands that goes with, the, with our values as, a, as, as, as people, as, as individuals. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's a difficult situation. And, and when you talk about endorsement, what exactly are you talking? What kind of things are you talking about? Yeah, like uh, not only just a, a sports sponsor, but I mean, you mm. know, outside outside yeah, the like football uh, lifestyle. You know, this cars, this jewelry, this clothes. I mean, there's so many things that you can align yourself with. Mm. There's uh, chips. There's you know, <laughs> I mean, all these type of things. Yeah, snacks and sweets. And all this water. You know, I mean. So, yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap up our conversation now. I can see. Oh, yeah, there's, there's one question that keeps coming up about where did Kemet learn to speak Zulu? Oh. I think people saw your post match <laughs> interview after the MTN 8. Hey, when I was Allah, was Allah in? Is Puma Zulu? Ah, it's Puma Academy, a super sport. It's Fudeleng Nabangan Bam Lab. Oh, Zongo? Yeah, Abu Zongo Nabu Square. Pilani Kuela. Pilani Kuela. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. And you had no choice, Marus Fund. I bang fun with Funda Vela, man. Because I banging was Salagas and Machita, I Bakulumis Luminang, Salangiwan, Nessingis. They won't listen to me, so I had to learn. And, and the crazy thing is, when they, when they teach me a, a few words, I'd, I'd explain what I want to tell them in, the way, in, the, in Zulu. And then I ask them, how do I say what I want to say in Zulu? I explain in English now mm. what I want to say. What do I say? How do I say this in Zulu? They'll explain to me. Then I start from scratch my explanation to complete the whole sentence. Mm. To complete my explanation only in Zulu. 
So we are Kuluma Baba. Aye. Gasly, gasly. Gasly. And now you're taking me back because mm-hmm. I know when, when uh, Coach Kwanele Kopo talks about that team and you guys there, I mean, he's got mm-hmm. tears in his eyes. Yeah, uh, Kamu was there. What made that group so special? Do you remember who else was there? Yeah, of course. Uh, there was uh, Simpiwe and Kosi. Uh, there was... Ronan was there? Ronan was the group below us. Ah. We had Sebongam Teto, our goalkeeper. We had Masipusani Zongo. We had Gift, our right wing. We had Skapi, Matsimela. We had Masipusani Zongo. We had Tolani. Uh, I was with him and Runda mm. from Durban. I was with him now uh, before, like uh, when we played Arrows. Guys I still have contact with. There was nice. Tabani, who played in midfield, you know. Keegan Ritchie was left. I was our left back. You know, oh, uh, Keegan Ritchie, yeah, I remember him. Mukeke, yes, Mukeke with Kamu. You know, so we had a we had a good team. Was Netembangidi there? Yes, but he was with Ronan in the same. Oh, he was the same team. Yeah. What a player he was. What a also player. Netembangidi. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's also got to do with a lot of bad management. You know, um, mm. that plays like that fall by the wayside. You know, that they can't fend for themselves to get back to where they think they could be. And I was fortunate enough to. Be in the same uh, same situation, but you know, uh, because of the attention I had already as, as a as a as a teenager, mm. yeah, it wasn't that hard for me to find a team again when I came back from Holland. So, who was the most talented player? Someone just asked me now. Who was the most talented player in that group? And I think I know the answer. Besides you, of course, Kemit. <laughs> besides, uh, besides, yeah, I don't think I was the most talented player. Even. The most talented player was Zongo for sure. <laughs> That's it. I knew I mean, it. I knew it. Really? But I think also like when I think about it, the belief he has the belief he has in himself, even now. Mm. Zongo will tell you now. Mm. Still I, a good player. I can wake up tomorrow morning, you could put me in and I will show you flames. Mm. He'll no, tell you now. Him. You know, and people look people people obviously uh classify it as arrogant, but that's self belief, man. Mm. You know. Okay, people want more information about the podcast K E nine five? Tell uh, us more about the podcast. Pod, it's called Plug Podcast. You know, I think the name says it all. It's Plug. Plugged. Plugged, okay. Yes. The name says it all. It's There's a trailer on my Instagram and on my Twitter if you check it out. Okay. And you can subscribe on YouTube. I mean. Is, have you gone live? No, we're just busy uh, shooting some episodes now and, and hopefully in the near future. Okay. And, and because you learned Zulu at the Isi Zulu at the Super yes. Sport Academy, do you speak French also? Yeah, I speak French as well. Fluently. Je parle bien. Très, très bien. <laughs> Mon gars. Comment t'as la voix? <laughs> Je suis très bien. Et toi? <laughs> okay. No, that's very impressive. Kevita uh, Raspers, okay. We're going to just have to leave it here just because of time, but people have enjoyed the interview. They're happy to hear you speaking. They're happy to see you back on the field uh, doing well. And somebody says, I'm enjoying this convoy. It's making this drive home very bearable. Try safe, try safe. All the best at Orlando Pirates. You're looking forward to uh, in the starting lineup? I just missed it lineup of course. when it was announced. Of course. Is it? My people vote for me. Thank you to everybody that voted for me and voted for all the players that they want to see. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you come out in numbers, hoping, out, hoping for a sold-out stadium. Again, it's going to be a beautiful day of football. You know, uh, let's enjoy a, a wonderful day and, you know, make it good and everybody be safe. Who do you want to play in another. the final? I mean, don't matter. Anybody. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, the Culling Cup is happening this weekend, folks. Remember, four teams, Chiefs, Pirates, Sundowns and Amazulu. Pirates and Chiefs are in the one semi and Sundowns and Amazulu in the other semi. Everything happening on the same day. So do go out there. We'll try and get you tickets maybe later in the week so that you can go there and cheer on the guys and support them. And Kemet is grateful for your support. But we really have to leave it there. Please uh, check his bio for the pr- podcast. So many people are now asking me about, are you going to be the host? It's our podcast. Even gets better. Him and people will be the host. And obviously we're going to bring on different people from different walks of life like us, you know. Okay, Kemet, let's leave it there. Let's, Let's go to news.